Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Supernatural growth. Shall we give a mighty clap offering unto Jesus, the owner and builder of this great church? And shall we appreciate our Father who has bagged a PhD? So now he's called Reverend Dr. Dr. Kojo Bwatibempa. Would you put your hands together? Wow. Wow. And I see you bagging it as well. Hallelujah. And let's appreciate our mother as well. Okay. Acts chapter 19, the verse 11 and 12. Acts 19, 11 and 12. It says, And God did extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from him were handkerchiefs and aprons sticking to the sick, and they were all cured of their sicknesses and delivered from evil spirits. Now, this manner of miracle equally occurred through the hands of his servant, Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatibeba. Would you put your hands together? And today, God is going to replicate same in our lives. Amen? So, Minister Akosia says, debtor pays debt after altar prayers. A man owed me an amount of money since March 2023. He promised to pay me back the week before financial breakthrough and debt cancellation. Now, but he did not bring the money on the 18th June 2023 as he promised. I called him several times and even went to his house, but I did not meet him every time I went. Now, during the financial breakthrough and debt cancellation service, I wrote his name on a piece of paper placed it on the altar, and prayed on it. People of God, he came to my house just the next day with the money he owed me. And I thank God so much for this miracle. <laughs> Truly, the altar speaks. And Sister Dede says, healed of waist pain, numbness, and muzzle aches after five years. She says, since 2018, I suffered extreme pain in my waist, numb feet, and severe muscle aches, so I could not walk properly. Now, during the Covenant Day of Divine Healing Service on Sunday, 11th June 2023, as Daddy led us in prayers, I realized that the pains in my waist and muscles had ceased and the numbness had disappeared. <laughs> to the glory of God, I am completely healed and can now walk properly. I want to thank Jesus for this supernatural restoration of my health. Jesus is Lord. Would you put your hands together once again for these great testimonies as we invite Sister Shadalyn, who testifies of divine healing through the power of God in the mantle. Shall we please welcome her as she comes? 
supernatural growth. Please help me thank God for the life of our daddy and my um, I thank God for this testimony. So uh, I started suffering pains in my ribs down to my waist since I was in class three. So um, I told my daddy about it and he was like, I should shut up that children doesn't suffer waist pains and back pains. Because I was very little. So 2021, we came for mantle service and after that, he prayed on the mantle, he sh- they shared it, and he asked us to place it on our head, and then use one of our hands at any part of our bodies that we are feeling pain, so we are sick. So I used one of my hands at my back this way. And after that, he finished praying, I couldn't feel the pains again. Because when the pains comes, I can't sleep, I can't do anything. So the following day, so that Saturday, actually, we came here to do some cleanup, and it became very, very severe. So um, the following Sunday, I came to church with the pains. So after that, he finished praying, all the pains vanished. And up to date, I've been sleeping soundly with no pain. So I want to thank God. Amen. Do it better unto Jesus. Today being our mortal service, I see you equally receiving your healings. And now we have a video testimony. Shall we now watch the video testimony media I thank almighty God I also thank my father Reverend Dr. Kwadu Boatengbenpa my name is Apostle Wahineba Asidu Boada the head pastor of Prevailing House of Prayer in the year 2020 I got married to my wife and we were believing God for the seed of the womb and in the year 2021 she took in in the process, she had miscarriage, and we went to hospital from hospital, and they said she had some fibroid issue, and because of that, she can't deliver. And one of the doctors told us that this one, it will take a miracle. Then came 2022, January, and we came for a mantle service. And those people who don't know mantle, a mantle is a, cloth, a piece of cloth or handkerchief that is being imparted by anointed man of God. So when my father, Reverend Dr. Kodubwati Bempa was preaching, he said, there's breakthrough power in the mantle. When he said that something hit me, and I said, yes, as soon as I have the mantle, I'm going to try it. So when I received the mantle, when I reached house, I told my wife that I'm going to try something on you based on the mantle. So I told her that Anytime I have an encounter with you, I'm going to hit your stomach with the mantle seven times. And anything holding your room will leave for you for you to produce children. So I did for three days. Anytime I have an encounter with her, I'll hit her stomach with the mantle saying that anything holding your room must leave you. And in the process, the same month she took in. And in the year 2022, November, she gave birth to a bouncing baby girl. I believe in the mantle, and there's power in the mantle. I believe in the miracle, so should you. Church, give a mighty clap offering unto Jesus, and I want you to be expectant because something strange is about to happen to you through the miracle. Clap your hands once again unto Jesus. Wow. Can you see what is on the screen? All right, so you want to rise on your feet. We are thanking God for this blessing. 
We are thanking God for the love of our Father. So we all of us are singing this song together. We are singing, rejoicing, thanking God for this honor. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Papa, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory, Lord. More than my mind can comprehend More than my mouth can testify More than my mind can comprehend More than
Lift your hands, lift your hands every day. God is doing new things. He does new things every day. The more you thank him, the more blessed you become. Thanksgiving can never be enough. Wave your hands to the Lord. something good is about to happen to you okay so welcome to a new month new month of July glory 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 to Jesus we want to thank God for everything we've been able to do we give God all the glory the Bible says no man can receive except it is given to him by God. So everything we receive is given to him by God. And so we want to thank God for his mercy and his grace for what he has done 
in my life and in your life. Amen. Now, our anchor team for this month, all of us, the team we are running with, is everybody must bring somebody to Jesus. Turn to your friend and say, everybody must bring somebody to Jesus. If you can tell three people, you get a double blessing today. Yes, keep on talking. Make it five people. The last person for your bonus. That pro bono, pro bono, free. Everybody must bring somebody to Jesus. Ask the person beside you, who brought you? Some people will say they brought themselves, but it's not true. What you don't know is that somebody was praying. <laughs> somebody was preaching. Somebody was teaching. So there's nothing like Jesus brought you. Jesus always uses people. Kuka brought you. Wonderful. How many? I want you to lift your hands and thank God for who brought you to Jesus. Yes. Everybody. Me, my mother brought me to Jesus. Some of you, unfortunately, you remember your phone number, but you don't remember the person that, that actually brought you to Jesus. It's a big mistake. Lift your hands and mention the name of the person that brought you to Jesus and thank God for that person's life. Yes, right now, I want you to remember. Glory to Jesus. Some of you are not talking because you, you were born as a believer in your mother's womb. So find out the person that brought your mother to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Psalm 71 verse 15. It's a very, very serious man. Psalm 71 15. He said, my mouth shall show forth thy righteousness. And thy salvation all day. For I know not the number thereof. Now when you read from the New King James. He said, my mouth, New King James, my mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all day, for I do not know their limit. In other words, every one of us, our mouth must be preaching, telling people about the righteousness and about salvation. Let me tell you, the people walking in the world, what they need is not another government. They need Jesus. They need Jesus. Because everybody who is believing God for another government is believing God to live well. Human beings are looking for comfort. Oh, maybe if some man will come and change some policy, something will be well. So what they are looking for is goodwill. But the real person that gives the goodwill, his name is called Jesus. Most of these people, we are believing God will come to power. We don't even know their spiritual inclinations. Because in Africa, people have sold themselves to devils and wicked idols. And, and when you are inclined to such wicked spirits, you can't do people good. Because the devil does not do good to people. The real thing that people need is Jesus because this world is not going to get better. It will only get better for those who know Jesus. You have to understand that. It will only get better for those few weeks ago. There was almost a coup in Russia. 
Russia is counted among the first world countries. Why are people doing cool? The soldiers were complaining that their perdium is not flowing. So everywhere there is trouble. Isaiah 60 tells us, gross darkness will come upon the earth. But there are a people that have been set apart and they are called the Christians. And so, God has given us peace. Peace everywhere. The peace of mind that when I die today, life will be better. Some people say, oh, let's make it here now. If we die, we don't know what will happen. No, we know what is going to happen. For us, when we die, life gets better. Okay, man of God, if that is what you are saying, then why will God not kill all of us? No. There are other brothers and sisters who don't have this hope. There are other brothers and sisters. They may have earthly hope. They may have nine scars. They may have some education, but that is not the hope. The hope is the hope beyond this world. And so he left us here. He left you in that office. He left you in that saloon. He left you in that company. He left you in that school. He left you in that neighborhood and in that market. So you become a mouthpiece for God. To tell all day of his righteousness without limit. Without stopping. And so, so winning now becomes every believer's responsibility. Because we will be judged and rewarded according to the souls we won whilst on earth. Everybody must therefore work hard to bring somebody to Jesus. I met a guy two weeks. I went to Bishop Doug, something that they were doing for his sister's birthday. And we are sitting down there. And when the service closed, a gentleman jumped on me. Because since he's in Lighthouse Chapel, he said, he's a man of God. Through you, I became born again. I was a Muslim. So I said, so what are you doing here? He said, I've come to Anakazo Bible School. And when I saw you, I ran from the back to come and thank the one that brought me to Jesus. I was so excited. I was so excited. Listen to me. Your car will never say thank you to you. Your golden bed can never say thank you. Even your certificate can't say thank you to you. The only person that can say thank you that will resonate through this earth and go into eternity are not those who gave food or those people are those who introduced to Jesus. Everybody must understand this concept. So you don't become so big on earth. Then you go to heaven and you are so small. So we look at the life of three people. Number one, Jesus himself. One personal soul. You must win souls personally. Oh, my church is winning souls. Uh -huh. No, 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 no. Is there anybody in Christianity today that you can say through your influence they came to Jesus? It's a question that must bother you. John 1, 43. Let's look at Jesus himself. The word himself, the salvation himself brought salvation to others. The day following, Jesus will go forth into Galilee and find that Philip and say unto him, follow me. Jesus, apart from all the mega crusades, was also inviting people personally into the kingdom. So Jesus brought somebody to God. And then we see the second example. Philip brought Nathaniel to Jesus. John 1, 45 and 46. Follow me carefully. You see people go to church 
Instead of finding out what do I do to get this, they are just, what will God give to me? Well, after what God will give to you, we are all aware. But what will you do to commit him to do it? Philip finded Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophet did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Jesus found Philip. Philip finded Nathaniel. Since Jesus brought you to church, have you brought anybody? Don't let people confuse you with useless earthly visions. Because very soon, many things will pass away. Live with eternity in mind. That one day when you close your eye, you will stand before an examiner. This time, it's not biology. This time, it's not accounting. This time, it's not economics. This time is about the souls of men. With all the influence you have, how many were you able to bring to Jesus? Philip brought Nathaniel to Jesus. And then number three example of somebody that brought somebody to Jesus is the Samaritan woman. She was a prostitute. John 4, 28 to 31. And then we also read 39 to 42. I want you to write the scriptures down because I want you to go home. Read them to convince yourself. Read them. It's not a pastor who wants a mega church so he's telling us to bring. No. This is a kingdom vision. This is God's vision. This is God's agenda. If you are not part of it, you are not a child of God. If you are not part of kingdom agenda, don't say you are part of the kingdom. And don't let people fool you with their earthly accolades and other things. The best accolade you need, thou good and faithful servant. So we see a prostitute who just became born again. And as he was interacting with Jesus, as soon as salvation came to this woman, my Bible says, and the woman left her water pot. She was going to fetch water. He found out that preaching salvation is more important than the water she has to drink. She dropped the water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all the things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? People say, when I go, what, what should I preach? Your personal testimony is your greatest message. Your personal testimony is your greatest message. Is there anybody sitting here that Jesus didn't save? How did you get saved? Tell them, don't quote quotation. You don't need to quote any scripture. Because the person you are preaching to doesn't have a Bible. So it's not your, I'm going to quote James, Nathaniel. He said, what, what, what? Your personal testimony, you tell them how you used to be and how Christ has saved you. And since you came into Christ, the miracles, the blessings, don't just take the blessings, cover them up. Some of you now, even to share your testimony is a problem because you have so prospered, you don't want us to know your background. Tap your friend and say it's a mistake. You must always remember where you are coming from. I was with Bishop Salibu on Thursday, and when he hit the podium, he said that uh, many of you don't know where I'm coming from. How one day he and his friends they went and stole fuel, petrol, and they arrested them and they tied them to a pole about to be bent. And the good Samaritan passed by. And he intervened. And Bishop Salifu was released. Today is an archbishop. 
he was telling everybody how he, he used to eat on refuse down ball as he go to set for food to eat and he said i don't have a classmate but many believers don't want anybody to know where they are coming from because do you know something you want to impress people don't live your life to impress people live your life to please god live your life to please god don't impress people if you live your life trying to impress people you do so many bad things you end up in hell why some people don't go to church today their friends why don't people don't go to church today if people see me holding bible how can students judge themselves when they re-examine and I sitting in heaven don't live your life to impress society live your life to please God the Samaritan woman and the Bible said and they went out of the city and came unto him who is the him? Jesus everybody left and they came verse 31 verse 31 in the meanwhile his disciple prayed saying master eat and he said unto them I have meat to eat that ye know not not Jesus took personal soul winning as meat, business, food. They said, has anybody brought him food to eat? Nobody brought him anything. Preaching the gospel and inviting people to church was like food to Jesus. Let's go to verse 39 and 42. Don't say I didn't tell you. Some of you, I know you are coming from a church background where they don't win souls. You just save yourself. Just go to the church, join a committee, go to funeral, go to outdooring, have a word. That is not Christianity. Many are perishing out there. If you tell them and they don't come, it is their problem. But you got to tell them. There is nobody here without friends. Even in the cemetery, dead bodies are laying by dead bodies. Nobody here lives in a secluded environment. And the question is, whatever influence God has given you, based on that influence, you'll be judged. Based on that influence, you'll be judged. So those of you God has privileged, use that opportunity. Because when you go up higher, you have the power to draw more people to Christ. But many people that have been lifted higher are so consumed about the lifting, they have forgotten that there are people down there. Be careful. Be careful. You are a teacher. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yesterday, the Prime Minister of Australia went to parliament why her daughter came home and showed her homework they've given her and the the team of the homework is that when you go home ask your father about his erection no all kinds the man saw the homework ha! he exploded and brought it to a whole nation on television and tell them so this is what people are teaching our daughters that my daughter should come and ask me how I have erection. The man, the man said he's going to conduct investigation. You see, whilst we are sitting down not preaching, the devil is busy preaching. Winning our children. Converting them. But we are busy about the blessings that God has given us. Not thinking about the blesser. He has a job. The Bible says many of the Samaritans believe Acts 439. 
Many of the Samaritans believe of that city believe in him, saying of the woman, we testify. He told me all the things that I ever I did. The woman didn't quote any quotation. He said I was a prostitute. Jesus saved me. He said, Come and see a man that told me all that I did. Put it in New King James. Come and see. This must be our job. The reason why you are not dead is because he left you here. Not to go to school or whatever. Those things are they are the secondary matters. But the reason why when you get born again, the best thing to do is when you get born again, leave this earth. This place is not a place. It's a corrupted place. And many of the Samaritans of that city believe in him. Because the word of the woman who testified, he told me all that I ever did. So your personal testimony can change many people. Your personal testimony can change many people. And then the people came and mass. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with him. And he stayed there two days. The woman brought the people to Jesus. And the Bible said they stayed there for two days. 42. Then they said to the woman, now we believe. Not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. Put your hands together for the Lord. The savior of the world. If you are not saved, you are not safe. No matter what you say, you call yourself whatever. Don't let us play with this. Listen, all this big manism on earth. When you die and the magos jump on you. That's why in hell, nobody has a name. When you go to hell, you have no name. You have no status. You are reduced to nothing, to nothing, to nothing. Let's tell people. Let's tell them in the school. Pastor, where is my harvest field? Everybody sitting here, you have a harvest field. Your environment is your harvest field. Your environment. You are a contractor. That is your harvest field. You are a seamstress. That is your harvest field. You sell coconut. That is your harvest field. Your office is your harvest field. School, hostel, market, staff, client, customers. Why don't you put flyers in your office? When the people come, Jesus loves you. Say hey, this woman, with all that he's doing, still preaching. Jesus loves you. Jesus, why are we taking all this prestige if we cannot use it to influence people for Jesus? It's useless. And I'm saying, don't let men make you feel big. Men don't know what they are doing. It's useless. You must share the love of God with them and establish them. You must be a fruit-bearing believer. John 15, 5. Don't come to church alone. Every week, put somebody on your list. Put somebody on your list. Everybody must bring somebody to Jesus. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit. Not just fruit, much, much, much. For without me, ye can do nothing. Cast your mind back for the last 10 years. How many people have you brought to Jesus? Everybody, choristers, whatever. Now we are not talking about Titus now. Thursday after the preaching, we went to Osu, me and my team. Oh, that is when I saw that there are sinners in town. Osu, 11 p.m. People came with only brazier walking in the street. I was so sad. Young girls. Brazier alone. 
with a very short skirt. My eyes were turning. What is happening here? So we stood in the street. Then I'll be giving direction. Catch that one. 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 Me, my friends, I caught two guys. I know they are in the church right now. Emmanuel and another guy. Emmanuel told me, he said, Pastor, my friend gave me wheat of it. Do you know wheat of it? I said, I don't know wheat, so I don't know that of it. He said, when I took it, my mind was going this way, this way. Pray for me. What word do you do? He said, I change money. People are in trouble. But you see our mistake? Those that have salvation also think they have trouble. Please, you don't have any trouble. School fees cannot be trouble. If you like, pay. If you don't like, you don't pay. If you don't go to school, it won't take you to hell. It won't take you to hell. That is not the real trouble. And my home is Jesus will help you to pay. You see, the things we call them trouble are not the real trouble. The real trouble are people dying without a future. So don't let these things lead up. You are having marital problems. Oh, oh boy. Marriage is an earthly thing. We go to heaven, we are all brothers and sisters. Tell your friend, tell me your problem. Let me diagnose it for you. What problem do you have? You don't have money for cream. Cream. The men, they don't cream themselves. Most men don't cream. They just jump from the bed. They are going somewhere. What is your problem? You don't have a car. Have you two seen people, professional Okada riders? You have a car or you don't have a car. Wherever you want to go, you can go. You can go. The problems Christians say they are having is not problems. These are just earthly temptations. And the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Nevertheless, some people's problems have to do with children. I don't have a child. Whether you have a child or you don't have a child, no one will be rewarded for the number of children he had when he goes to heaven. Please. It's nice to have a child. What I'm trying to tell you is that when you diagnose it rarely, you see Christians don't have any problem. It's just challenges. The real people with the problem are those dying without Jesus in their life. That's why me, I'm a very happy man. Problems that people, it's not my problem. The way I think is different. Okay, can I live without this one? Yes, me and Jesus, we can live without this one. We can live without this one. Tap your brother and say, brother, you don't have any problem actually. Huh? The real problem is dying without Jesus. That's the, that's the real problem. Going to hell in the center of the earth where the heat is 12,000 degrees Celsius. That's how people are going to live in the center of the earth. I told you, the heat that burned the people in the World Trade Center, aviation fuel mixed with the crash, it's 2,000 degrees Celsius and it burns everybody in 15 seconds. The heat in hell is 12,000 degrees. And it doesn't kill you. It massages you. Forever till for You see, Christians have lost passion. Passion. Because of my children. I can't win. So did God bless you to stop doing his work? Everybody ought to bring somebody to Jesus. Except we ourselves don't understand the gospel. 
So what do we do? Five things. What do we do? Five things. Now, before, before I, I, I read for you the five things I want everybody to do this month, let's go to Revelation 20, 12 to 15 first. And put it in the amplifier. Be very quick in the engine room, please. Revelation 20. <laughs> and I saw the dead. Everybody pay attention. This is going to be the end of everybody on earth. I don't want you to mention titles. They infuriate me. And I saw the dead. The great and the small. Standing before the throne. And the books were open. Then another book was open. Which is the book of life. Now the second book he's talking about. Is where all the people who died with Christ. Their names are recorded. The other books have to do with works. The works that we have. If you are not born again. You, your, your works are crowded. We are, we, who will you be at? The books, the dead were judged. Look at it. The, ju- the dead were judged according to what they have done, written in the books. So everything you do is being recorded. Second to second basis. That is everything done whilst on earth. Ask your friend, what are you doing on earth? What are you doing? Huh? I don't know where you were yesterday night. It's been recorded. It's been recorded. Some of you, instead of sleeping and coming to church, you watch television on Sunday when you come and I'm preaching. It's been recorded. You took your phone, hid it in the bathroom, watching things. It's been recorded. There are Christians who want to pornography, masturbation. Even their wives don't know. The Bible said every. You see, when you have some of this understanding, you will not play games. You will not play games. Human beings see you and God see you. Which one is more frightening? Stop being afraid of people and be afraid of God and do right. And live right. He's not only watching, he's recording. He's recording. He's recording. He worked for no 15 minutes before he read his Bible. He's been recorded. Be careful. We are not playing games. You know so many people, when they do a lot of battles, the day they are discovered, and then they are angry that people have found them out. But you have to know that it's not when the people found out that when God found out. God has been finding you out. It's been recorded. Look at this verse 30, very frightening. The sea gave up the dead who were in them. So these five millionaires that we can't find their body. On that day, they will stand before God. Why you pay 250000 when churches have not been built? To go and watch a ship that sank 100 years ago. Do you think I'm, you, I'm wasting my money? The book of James says in the day of judgment, money will speak against people. Some of you, when you get money, when your wife says, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Hey, be careful. He said, money will speak against people in judgment. Remember, money is God's property. The way you use it. Yesterday, when we were having interaction, one morning, chapel pastor told me something that amazed me. He said, somebody did something and then he wanted to leave the ministry. And they, they did a meeting and they said they have to give the person $100,000 or something. 
And they call Papa Edipo. Papa Edipo said, listen. The money you want to give to them, man, nobody has done that before. But if he's willing to go peacefully based on relationship, fine. But I'm not going to give him church money. I'll give him my personal money. God's money must not be wasted. He said, I'm not going to give him anything that belongs to the church. If it is personal, I will do it myself. How I wish pastors understand some of these things. People that like church money. You are in trouble. He said anything bought with the name of God. The pastor cannot even decide to give it to this person. Because you are just a caretaker. And one day, God is going to require of every little detail and every little thing that we did. Tell your friend, your money is not yours. Hey, be careful. You had one wife. When money came, they became two. You see? You see? The things you were not doing before. And you started doing when money came. Has increased your judgment. So to our people, no matter how they pray, the angels are saying, leave him like that. Oh. We will lose him. You give him $50,000, we will lose him. He won't go to heaven again. Leave him like that. Go back to go back. Into me to into me. It will take him to heaven. Tell your friend, the day you can manage money well, God will bless you. I heard somebody saying that when the people went to Ascend North, instead of doing campaign, they were chasing girls. Before they realized they've lost the election without money. <laughs> One analyst said, and say, we see campaign. But every money that enters your hand, you will be judged. Amen? Can I tell you why God gives you money? God gives you money. You are just a steward for distribution. Many people don't understand. They think money is for keeping. And you have to distribute it wisely for the purpose. So now let's go back to the sea. You think I will leave this place? I have to finish this one. Let me show you your end. When you are living, don't think you are doing something to somebody. Revelation 2013. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and hell. So it tells you that going to hell is also not the final place. All this I've spoken about hell is still not the final punishment. Where also surrounded the dead who were in it. And they were judged and sentenced. Everyone according to their deeds. Everyone according to their deeds. Then death. Here this means hell. The realm of the dead. Were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The lake of fire. Eternal separation from God. Verse 15. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life. He was hailed. Into the lake of fire. Ask three people. Is your name written in the book of life? Ask it with seriousness. Oh, we, are, we are not joking here. It's, oh, you don't care. Oh, I am an old student of Wegehe. Wegehe, madam. Heaven doesn't know Wegehe. I belong to a Freemason. I have Ghana card. Ghana card. Ghana card. If anyone's name was not found, 
You can't book of life. You say Ghana can. Waiting in the book of life, they threw him into the lake of fire. This must motivate you. Are all of your friends safe? So you feel shy to call your office people and say, let us pray for 10 minutes. So that at least, even through that little prayer, you can bring people's minds. Oh, all of them are not Christians. Some of them are Muslims, whatever. Who told you Muslims know where they are going? I've been one before. We don't know where we are going. I can challenge any imam and say, it's not that I'm, I'm criticizing you. I've been one before. You ask imam, where are we going? He says, ah, because the Quran doesn't show you where you go, when you die, where you go. Only this book. So, organize some prayer in your office. Stop becoming CEO. CEO minus Jesus. Let's pray. And then you chip in something small. There are other people, Christians. Can you, can you give us a word for two minutes? And you are creating an atmosphere, bringing some awareness. If anyone's name was not found written in the book, my God, my God, are all your brothers' name in the book? What about your classmates? What about the people in your office? All my students, what about the people in the hostel? Are their names written in the book of life? Everybody must bring somebody to Jesus. Five things you must do to bring somebody to Jesus. Number one, pray for the person. Learn how to write people's names and intentionally. Father, save my security man. His name is called. You think I'm going to say his name is called? I think, is it only nothing people who are security? No. <laughs> you write a person's name. There's more now who go to the office. There's somebody who comes to clean the place. Sometimes just one box of awache, you call out this cleaner. I want to share with you the love of God. I want to share with you the love of God. You start showing the person favor. Luke 2, 36 and 37. Talks about a woman called Anna. He was in the church praying for the redemption of Israel. The TPT put it so nicely. He said, this woman has been married for only seven years after her virginity. She was in the church. Hmm? A prophetess named Anna in the temple court. She was of the tribe of Asher. Eh? Anna was an age. So all those old people, because of your age, you can't go out, you can pray. He has been married only seven years before her husband passed away. Very nice explanation. And he died and chose to worship God in the temple continually. How did he do it? For the past 84 years, he has been serving God with night and day prayer and fasting. So praying and fasting is also service. And what was that? Eh? The next verse is so nice. The next verse. Anna, an old woman. While Simeon was prophesying over Mary and Joseph and Anna, Anna walked up to them and burst forth with great chorus of praise to God for a child. And from that day forward, she told everyone in Jerusalem who was waiting for their redemption that the anticipated Messiah has come. Tell your friend and say, tell everyone. This woman is over 100 years old. He told everyone in Jerusalem that the ant- he did not only pray. He went forth and told everyone. So pray for the salvation of soul. Number two, go and witness about Jesus in groups. A man and his wife can go. Two, two. Two, 
three, four, five, seven in groups. Instead of you and your fiancé sitting down and watching love movies, go out and win shows. Go in groups. That's second strategy. Sometimes when people go alone, they are not encouraged. A group of two, a group of three, a group of five, a group of seven. Go in groups. Since we started this group, group 10, oh, it has been amazing. Be an inviter, Jesus inviter, or a compellant. Ah, this Sunday you must follow me to church. Ah, we have to go. You listen, when we go, something is going to happen to you. You are compelling. Be a Jesus marketer, marketing Jesus. Some can preach, but they can invite. Some can preach, but they can what? Invite. Even little children can invite their classmate to their baby. Three years old, two years old. Some cannot preach. Can't you invite? If you can't preach, can't you invite? Number three. Follow people up by visiting, calling, and testing. Visiting, calling, testing. Somebody in your area came to your cell group. You go there. This Sunday, are you coming to church? You are working for Jesus. Visiting, calling, and testing. First Timothy 4, 6. Reminding them of church services. If you put the brothers in remembrance of these things, you will be a good minister of God. So you are a bad believer if you are not calling anybody, you are not testing anybody, and you are not visiting anybody. You will be a good minister of God when you put the brethren. Some people, Sunday morning, the devil will make it look like Friday. Sunday is when they are sleeping. Their job can put fire at their back. But going to church doesn't put any fire. Monday morning, 5.30 they are up. Sunday morning, 8 a.m., they are seeing visions. So call somebody and remind them. Send somebody a test. And then number four, what do we do? After bringing them, help them to get established. Don't bring somebody to church and send the person home. Hold the person and take him to foundation school. Foundation school is at the Dominion Chapel. Anybody you bring to church, don't just take them and put them in your car and go. After you bring them, he said, have you attended foundation school? Hand them over, even if you have to wait for them 30 minutes. It is better to wait for somebody 30 minutes and send them to heaven than to hurry up and go home and go and watch Sunday opera and watch football. Let it cost you. Let somebody's salvation cost you. Send them to foundation school. Make sure they are baptized in water and in the Holy Ghost. Hand them over to a teacher. Oh, I brought my nephew to church. Can you handle this, my nephew, for me? Take it as a job. Be serious. First Thessalonians 3.2 When you bring people to church, work for the establishment. He said, and we sent Timotheus, our brother, minister of God, our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. So there are people who work towards the establishment of others. If Yaneba brings somebody to church, you have to make sure visiting once is not enough. So we talk about bringing them and establishing them. Huh? Timothy, 
establish you. It means that Timothy will make sure. Are you? Do you speak in tongues? Have you been baptized? Hey, next Sunday we are going for baptism. What are you doing? Okay, let me buy foundations to book for you. You brought that soul to church. Work towards the establishment of the soul. I tell people many churches look like markets. People gather to scatter. That is not a church. That is not a church. We don't come to church for window shopping. We come to be groomed, to be trained in the affairs of the kingdom. You came as a member, you graduate to become a disciple, and then you become a teacher. You now teach others the things that you have been taught. Member to disciple, disciple to teacher. He said, the things you have heard from me, among many witnesses, that you should be able to teach others also. Everybody here should be able to preach about salvation and lead somebody to Christ and talk about water baptism. And, and somebody asks you, well, how do we baptize somebody? Do we sprinkle water? He said, no. Jesus was deep in water. Baptizo. You can't say, ah, let me take you to my pastor to explain. No. You should be able to know. You came as a member. You graduated to a disciple. And finally, you become what? A teacher. So what I'm teaching you, I'm teaching so you can teach others. If the person just came to church, visiting, visiting, no Holy Ghost baptism, no water baptism, he's just visiting, visiting. Said people cannot be granted. Jesus said to fulfill all righteousness, people need to be baptized in water. I remember the night I was going for baptism. It was like Christmas night for me. I couldn't wait for that Saturday to come. Wow, 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 wow. And for all the people who were baptized, I can, I can remember only two. And all the two have become pastors today. I was a small boy, 12 years old, following this group of people, going for baptism. When they dip me into the water, oh, I receive a refreshing. So, take so winning to a better conclusion. To establish you. Tell your brother, help to establish somebody. Help. The compassion people are doing so well, trying to even give food to people who come to church for the first time. Helping Margaret. Sometimes her own money. Other people give. Let me tell you, don't think the church is only working when you come and you carry your back to go. People are doing things. People are doing things. People are paying other people's school fees. Accommodation. But some of the people that come to church have no place to sleep. Your house have many bedrooms and yet you can't let anybody enter. I don't blame you for that. But can't you also help somebody? That for the sake that this person wants to save Jesus, his accommodation, 80 Ghana CD a month. Can't you show compassion? That little thing can let somebody be established. So we must all work towards the establishing of people concerning their faith. And then number five. Number five. It's the modern day evangelism. Carry somebody in a car to church. Transportation ministry. By the grace of God, when we got some buses, and the bus, well, all our buses, church has never bought a bus. All the buses you see were donated by people. When the buses came, we suddenly saw a surge in the number of people that come to church. Meaning that some people want to come. But they have no legs. They are crippled in life. Financial crippleness and paralysis. Most of the students are paralyzed financially. 
You take the bus to the hostel, everybody jump inside. So for the sake of somebody's salvation, can't we give a bus? When Jesus said, what shall he profit a man? If he gains the whole world, God must heal our heart. So then number five is, Operation carry someone to church <laughs> in a car. Operation carry someone to church. Some of you here can buy a bus, buy it and say this bus is for so winning. Somebody gave me a very strong pickup, it's like a And I learned in America that pickup can pull an aeroplane. I said, This pickup, ah. Huh? I dedicate it to God. So now I call the pickup missionary. That's what Pastor Davis has been using, going to Pando, Akemoda, wherever. Next week, Sunyane. It was my personal destiny. I've dedicated it to the servant. Me, if I die without Kobo in my pocket, I'll be happy. I will be a very happy man. Because I read about John Wesley. When he was dying, he had 40 pounds. 40 pounds. And two seeds. What? He gave everything to the gospel. When you don't know God, you want to keep. But when you know him, you want to give. But we brought nothing into this world. And we will carry nothing outside. You see, you are quiet. You may not agree with me. It's your own problem. That's the truth of the gospel. Some of us, if we can only decide. To spend small money on ourselves we will make a lot of impact in the kingdom. Stop making impact on earth. It's not worth it. Oppression carry someone to church is in Acts chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Some of you must wake up Sunday morning and drive your car and pick a soul. And pick a soul. Tell that soul, wait for me at this junction. I'm bringing Uber. With your Uber, you are bringing souls. God will give you range over very soon. If you can connect everything to the gospel. Don't say I didn't tell you. Don't say, you think what I'm preaching, I'm happy about it. Eh? Because some of you are not happy that I'm saying all these kind of things. Die without money. Eh, whatever. Use your car to pick somebody. You want to enjoy your cozy. Whatever. People to know a, a blessed person is passing by. What is the purpose of a blessing that cannot bless others? What is the purpose? Even witches are imparting others with witchcraft. And with all your blessings, you can't impart somebody. You see? Now the church down is full. Here is full. Dominion Chapel is full. That's what Jesus wants. That's what Jesus wants. It's 917. The Dominion Chapel. That's what Jesus wants. Until people are sitting on top of trees. We should not sit over a dead church. No one of you here, if your company is dying, you'll be happy. Jesus is not happy when the church is filled with empty chairs. Everywhere must be filled. Our watchman, our security officers, our garden boys, everybody deserves to know Jesus. Everyone. 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 Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Today is mantle service. What is this man preaching? I am mantling you. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. 
And a certain man, look at it, lame from his mother's womb, was carried. Underline the word was carried. Tell her for people must be carried to church. Eh? This is where bursting ministry. The man was carried. Every day they carry him. The man was crippled. There are many people who are crippled financially. But if they can only be provided with the means of transport, they will go to church. They will go. They will go. Now, according to the transportation, this thing, we pick people from here, from here, from here. From here. Our buses are not enough, so we still chatter, throw, throw, and other things. You go to Baboy, they post the same thing. They give bars and seed offering. And you see, when you go there this Sunday morning, the number of yellow trotro you see, you think that is a manufacturing plant. They call it Molua. It's scattered all over, short, 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 trotro coming from all over Lagos. All over Lagos. 400,000 people gather every Sunday. And I heard him saying that the people should buy uh, mini buses. And he stood on the altar. I said, me and my wife, we are buying 22 buses. Tell people are playing games. People are playing games. Is it politician criticizes? Don't bring yourself. And a certain man lame from his mother womb was carried. Tell your friend, who she carry somebody to church. <laughs> Tell him, give them legs, give them legs, give them legs. Most of these ghetto, 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 you go and put a car there and just bring some small fried rice. Oh! Ministry of kindness. They carried him daily and brought him to the gate of the temple. Can't you see it? They carried him. So Yasmin must carry somebody. Almost every soul I win, I give them money for Lord Refer. I say, when you are coming on Sunday. Maybe I believe that money is for the work of God. I believe, I don't know what you believe. Why do you want to become rich? Why do you want to become rich? So that they list you as number two richest man in Ghana. It's, it's, it's useless. Every person you make, put it back into the gospel. I don't want you to regret it. Say, my pastor didn't tell me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I will bless you and thou shall be. Since they appointed me as district, whatever. They say they take allowance. I've never taken a dime. We go for meetings, I go by myself. Hotel, I pay by myself. And the reason because I saw some other pastors in the region who are even struggling and say, no, the money that I will take and let me give it to them. You see, but when you don't have passion, that is Lucifer character, the character of Lucifer. That you see it in African leaders. Mobutu Sesesegu had 82 billion dollars in his bank account. Go and see Congo. One man, 82 billion. 
What work are you doing? Is it not government work? Do they pay 82 billion? Many are born again. They have mentality of politicians. That's not the character of Jesus. The Bible says he emptied himself. Tell your brother, will you empty yourself? Empty. Empty yourself. Be a blessing to others. See Dominion Chapel. Put your hands together for the Lord. We just bought new instruments. 80,000. Thinking about others. Don't be selfish. It will kill you. Today, Sunday, the people outside the church are more than those who are in the church. People are sitting and settled with a mutual bank. With their girlfriend, one on the left, one on the right. This is my cousin. This is my father's father's daughter. So, so lies. Who will preach to them? Why are their business partners? Many people will curse their friends. Oh, so you knew this and you didn't tell me. And don't be casual about preaching. Be compelling. Uh, uh, Mr. Kurufi here. You know, every Sunday I go to church. Huh? Any day you are ready, you can come along. Any day you are ready. Any day you are ready, you can come along. So, this is where we must invest heavily in basing ministry of the church. We must carry those who can come. Plan and prepare. As an individual, at least three souls. As a group, 50 souls. And let's deliver them. Now, because of that, today, we are going to give everybody this envelope called transportation seat. It's not offering, please. Now, according to them, every month, transportation, bringing people free, the car, and this thing alone, is more than 30 to 40,000. That's people without financial legs. We bring them to church. So what we have decided to do every three months, all of us will raise transport because you must be part of it. All of us will raise transportation seat so we can bring all these students whose shit is finishing. The shit is finishing. So, ushers, give everybody this. And I want you to give big. Oh, it's not uh, whatever. You can sign a check of 10,000. I'm doing it before I continue my mantle preaching. 10,000, 5,000. Forget about your personal need. And those of you that people have helped to pay your school fees, this is now where God will see your heart. Ushers, jump up, jump up. Give everybody one of these envelopes. Transportation seed. Everybody, they post it, they do the same thing. And they allow people to give towards transporting people who can't come to church. Mercy, are you there? You cannot give 10,000 like I can give. Can't you give a thousand? <laughs> Transportation alone, almost 50,000. With all the buses and the extra buses that brought people to church. Take that envelope, transportation seat. We are going to help to carry somebody to church. And I, I'm dropping this vision. Some of you, you see that Tata bus. One person gave us two of them. Go and find out what is the price of Tata bus. If we get 10 Tata buses. My God, Kisri, are you not there? Come here, come here, man of God. How many areas do you pick people to church on Sunday? You see? 
All of us are part of the church. We have to share the bed together. Hmm? Thank you so much. Currently, we have about 17 rules. 17 rules every Sunday. My God. We have four buses now. Four buses. So, 50,000 every month. Will it, will it work? To work. It will work. Yes, Clap your hands for it. It will work. This 50,000, somebody can just take a check and send you It's gone. But why did I bring it here? Everybody must be part of it at his level. Yes, the church will become her brain where few people are blessed, others are not. You must be part of those who carry people to church. I know you want to marry. Wait. Let's carry them to church first. It's a direct message. All the marriageable ones are here. Plenty. You don't get transportation seat. On your wedding day, you won't get a car to church. <laughs> your car will break down in the middle. You see that you are wearing wedding gown, you are standing by the roadside. But when we were carrying people to church, you didn't mind. I'm trying to let you know why people are in the church plenty like that. This is what we are doing. Almost 50,000 every month. Bringing people, 17. The people want to come to church. They are crippled. It pays me, Bible didn't mention the name of the man who used to carry the man. I will look for him in heaven. He used to carry them. You don't have less to carry you. May the Lord give you a car that can take seven, six people. So you become someone who carries people to church. I know. Many years ago, how we used to struggle. <laughs> we are going to preach in a place. We don't have a car to go. And the pastor Adam said to me, I'm, I'm traveling everywhere with him. Oh, Charlie, if God can bless us, sometimes we'll go and hire a car. So that desire that he, he pick it in his heart, God says, I will bless you. You know, people think that do you have a kingdom vision? So there are cars that are intentionally bought because we have to travel. Like 2000, I'm standing here. In the night, I'm going to teach in the Bible school. They have appointed me. And I don't have time to go. So I said, I'll come on Sunday night. They said, they'll wait for me at 10 p.m. today in Sopong. My God. Can Tiko car take me there? Pastor Les is not here. I'm preaching in the University of Winneba. I did Friday night. I said, man of God, God has called you. Go and continue. For me, sir. So he's preaching in Winneba right now. <laughs> huh? So those who are going to preach, they shouldn't drive good cars. But more more come mape, mape. Total language. God will give you a very powerful car. God will give you a four-wheel drive that can carry people from Kamechi. No one will drive a one-door car here. One-door car is not it's so winning car. Sorry, no be made waiting. Don't be so sorry. May God give you six door car, four door car, five four wheel. Some of you, your car will take eight people and eight people to become an evangelistic whatever vehicle. And that is when you know I'm trying to explain to you why God is blessing some people. When we started, many of you are around desires. 
We'll be sitting in a car we have hired and we are crying. Oh God. Oh God, will you give us? Just to preach is not whatever. He heard our prayers. Today, if you will pray, God, give me something to use for the gospel. How many want to be rich? I'm showing you a prayer that a rich person can pray. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, give me something for the gospel. And one on the way, but say, my Jesus. Except you didn't pray that prayer from your heart. Today, people, people think that we are joking. They say, hey, whatever. Why are you giving this one to my friend? You know the prayers we are praying. And God answered us because of our heart for others. Don't be selfish. Be a blessing. Especially for the gospel. For the gospel. We bought motorbikes for pastors in villages. <laughs> Some of them, when you hear their stories, hey, hey, you are here. One pastor told me he has to every day travel from Bolega to a certain village. So I asked him, um, why? He said, uh, Papa, I don't have accommodation. I said, so how much is the accommodation so you don't travel two hours every day? He said, if I have accommodation, I will live in that village. And how much is accommodation? Uncle can I meet you 100 Ghana a month. I got 100. He said, Jekonomi mu. Jekonomi mu. So you can, you, you can stay in that village. You don't need to travel two hours. People who have been called. But the believers have not been taught that their money is for the kingdom. Their money is for the kingdom. But from today, I see you as one of the intermelonaires who understand this mystery. My wife was telling me, uh, fighting, almost fighting me about Kufuru the other I should go and find a land, a land that she has to, she has decided to build a church for God. So I should find a land in Kofodia, she's going to buy it and I say, hey, you are now my wife. I'm telling you. Me, I don't like people who don't like gospel. No, 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 no. You go and do surgery for your botox. That money can build a village church. What do you mean in Asha Uto? Where are you? Where are you? I don't have a prostitute. Unfortunately, they are already married. And they are not a person who is not a prostitute. So, I don't have a prostitute. Why are you abandoned? You are not a prostitute. Things of the flesh, of the flesh. And the Bible said the flesh profit nothing. Useless. What is 45? I don't know what you are My friend. The breast will not stand away to fall. Who is serious about life? Just not fishing. Some men are putting pressure on their wife. Who said that? Who said that? Now all now person go here day. What do you do my own? These women are expanding and going and expanding and leave everybody alone. Abba. Focus on God. Focus on God. Focus on God. Because of the women are buying cream, they are eating things they are not supposed to eat. Abba. 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 Flesh. Flesh. I want you to look sleek. I want you to look slim. Abba. Out of God. Let your vision be a heavenly vision. Let your vision be a heavenly vision. Look at it. 
It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh. Profit not. If you follow this flesh, it will lead you to hell. Today, the girls that have come, the things they can do. Look at, don't let me start. Oh. The things they can do. Today, all the juju places, they are the clients. Oh. Make juju in their eyeshadow, juju on their lips. I. And they are missing somebody's husband. Yes. Yeah, the reason why men are not looking after their children, men are not and they as they are busy breaking houses, when they get 45, they want husbands. And you obey your project. Obey your project. Oh mama can keep you in you can send me chapel. Every man here be satisfied. Tell a man that be satisfied with what God has given you. This flesh, 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 flesh. It won't take anybody to heaven. Wake up and look for a man. All the men stand up. We are the ones causing the problems. Instead of thinking about so, your wife should become like this. Become people are doing surgery, they are dying. Be satisfied. The first prophet. Look on the ball. Look on the ball. What is on the ball? The flesh prophet. Nothing. Your ship prophet. Nothing. Your weak prophet. Is <laughs> on the ball. All the things of the flesh. Flesh, 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 flesh. You see women as if they did chemistry. They miss this cream. Miss this cream. Uncle science class that. He has become a chemist. I want to look nice. Give the Lord a shout of praise. <laughs> now, everybody lift that special envelope. It's bringing you special. Hey, anything you put in this envelope, remember every Sunday when you see people jumping out of the bus and going out of the bus, you say, Ah, as chapter 3. I've also been able to carry somebody. Put your envelope down. How many of you came here? Free bus. Raise your hand. Turn your back and see. <laughs> but you know, most of them are at the, uh, the Dominion Chapel. Beautiful. I pray that one day there will be 30 buses surrounding this whole area. Tell your friend, God will empower you to buy one bus. You. And tell him, don't look down on me. Or one day I'll buy five buses, you'll be surprised. <laughs> That's just to carry people to church. Carry people to church. Give the Lord a clap offer right here. Transportation seat. Sign some fact check and put it inside. Tuesday, when you are coming, you bring this money. It will not join church this thing. All of them will go to Apostle Ben and Pastor uh, Minister Jerry. They, we have a group for that one alone. Uh, missions, different. Uh, transport, different. Studio, everything is different, different. Different people are handling it. So, you are blessed. Amen? Amen. Tell somebody, now we come to the mantle. I'll finish my preaching. Now, 
Today is Miracle Mountain Service. Acts 19, 11 and 12. Let's start from the Amplified and then we'll read from the TPT. Now, God was doing extraordinary and unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. How? So that even handkerchiefs or face towels, I like this one, face towels, or aprons that have touched his skin. Now, wait, wait, look at it. How the mantles receive in party. That have touched his skin were brought to the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirit came out of them. Face towel, handkerchief, that have touched the skin of the man of God. TPT. Oh, I like this one. God kept releasing a flow of extraordinary miracles. Tell your friend, today you will receive an extraordinary miracle. Through the hands of Paul. Because of this, people took, I like this translation. People took Paul's handkerchiefs and articles of clothing, even pieces of cloth that have touched his skin. Laying them on the bodies of the sick and diseases and demons left them and they were healed. That's the mystery about the mantle. So Jesus' garment was a miracle mantle. Matthew 9, 20 to 22. Matthew 9, 20 to 22. The Bible said there was a woman that had an issue of blood. He said to herself, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And the woman touched the hem of his garment. And the Bible said, immediately, the woman was healed. Hosea 12, 13. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was Israel. So, when a garment comes into contact with a prophet, it becomes a mantle. We just heard that pastor. His wife was not being able to give birth. He picked a mantle from here and he decided that Anytime I am ministering to my wife, I will hit her stomach seven times. He did it for three days. The woman took in now bouncing baby. Now, anointed men of God are like oil tankers. Oil tankers, something is flowing through them. They are ordained to dispense the power of God through the mantle. In Luke chapter 4, verse 25 and 26. Luke chapter 4, 25 and 26. The Bible tells us that... There were widows in Israel, and God sent prophets to them. He said, there was a widow in Zarephath. God did not send the prophet Elijah to anybody, but he sent to the widow of Zarephath. Why? To sustain that woman. Naaman too was sent to a prophet. So, prophets are sent for the rescue of human beings. And in order to multiply the effect, since the man can go to so many places at the same time, the anointing of them can flow through clothing material which can be sent to people and when the clothes come into contact with them, the same thing that will have happened if the man of God lay hands on them is going to be duplicated when the mantle gets them. So what is a mantle? Number one, it's a power instrument. A mantle is a power instrument. Number two, it is a cloth or handkerchief of an anointed prophet that carries the grace and the anointing of God. A cloth or handkerchief of an anointed prophet that carries the great and the anointing of God. What is a mantle? A mantle is a medium of transfer of spiritual gift. Romans 1, 11 and 12. I long to see you 
that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts, to the end he may be established. Now the next verse says that. That is that he may be comforted. So through the impartation of the mantle, people are brought to a place on comfort. Things that are not working begin to work because you've come into contact with a prophetic mantle. The mantle also carries the overflowing anointing of a prophet. Psalm 45, 7 and 8. Psalm 45, 7 and 8. The anointing of the prophet can be transferred through the mantle that loves righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, the Lord thy God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Verse 8. All thy garments smell with mire. Alloy and cassia. Now, mire, alloy and cassia are ingredients for making anointing oil. Eh? All thy garments. In other words, the anointing can flow through the garment. What can the mantle deliver? Today is a prophetic mantle service. What can the mantle deliver? Psalm 133 verse 1 and 2. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Mm-hmm. It is like a precious ointment upon the head that ran down the beard. Even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirt of his garment. So the anointing can flow through clothing material that is on the head of the man of God. It can flow through the clothing material. Now, what can the mantle deliver? It can deliver divine healing to the sick. Anyone that is sick of any kind of disease, curable, incurable, hereditary, family disease, will be healed by the mantle today. In Mark chapter 5, 25 and 34, the woman with the issue of blood taught Jesus' garment and she was made whole. And today that beautiful girl told us the sickness that she got at the age of three got healed through a mantle of service. A woman came here many years ago. His son was mad. The boy has been mad for nine solid years. I gave this woman my mantle. She went home, cut the volume mattress into two, and planted the handkerchief inside. The mad boy came to sleep on that bed for the first time and was completely healed of madness. Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Number two, what can the mantle deliver? It delivers breakthrough to impossible challenges. The mantle can give you breakthrough in impossible challenges. Second Kings chapter 2. Verse 13 to 15, man of God, prophet Elijah, went to heaven. As he was going, he dropped his mantle. Elijah picked it. Ah, he got to the river Jordan, and he took hold of the mantle of Elijah. That fell from him, and went back, and stood at the bank of the Jordan, and he did what? He took the mantle, that fell from him, and smote the waters, and the waters parted into two. Today I declare, every closed door in front of you shall be opened by the mystery of the mantle. A woman was accosted by ritual killers. This woman was going to look for accommodation for his brother with his three-year-old son and a six-month-old baby at the back. And they saw a place and they've written to let. They went in unknowingly. The people closed the door against them. And they said, Mama, you've come to a place of no return. What? He looked at the ground. Ritual killers, blood on the floor, school uniforms, women clothing. The people were killing people flesh. They, they closed the door. And the woman said, no, 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 no. You can slaughter others, but not me. Ah, she took a bottle of oil, splashed it on the floor. And the baby shouted, Holy Ghost fire. The place caught fire. Smoke everywhere. The ritual killers, open the door. Open the door. They tried, tried, they couldn't open. The woman opened her back, took a prophetic mantle, and hit the door. Pash! All the doors opened, and the woman escaped out of the hands of the ritual killers. 
Impossible doors open. Breakthrough power. Number three. The mantle delivered deliverance to the captives. Deliverance to those who are in bondage. Generational curses. Hereditary curses. The mantle can deliver deliverance. The anointing of the prophet flowing through the mantle bring deliverance. Why? There is anointing on the man of God. Isaiah 10, 27. In that day, his burden shall be removed from all thy shoulder and the yoke from all thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So now, if the man of God is anointed and yokes are destroyed through that anointing, then Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 1 says, when Moses was about to die, he began to bless the children of Israel and he started reversing the curses that were on some of the children of Jacob. This is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, I like that statement. Moses, the man of God, bless the children of Israel. Now, anytime you see the word bless, what he's saying to you is that a curse is being neutralized. Because blessings destroy curses. So the man of God bless the children of Israel before his death. In other words, he blessed the children of Jacob. Remember, some of them, their fathers have cursed them. Now, let's go to verse 6. Reuben was one of those people that were cursed. Family cursed. Why? Reuben went to sleep with one of his father's young wives. Reuben went to chase his father's wife. The man saw him, but he didn't say anything to him. And he cautioned. The Bible said that the genealogy was supposed to be accounted to Reuben. In other words, everything that Jacob had, Reuben was the firstborn. He was supposed to carry the first blessing. But because of sexual immorality, he lost the blessing. And his father cursed him. Now, the man of God came on with anointing. Because Moses was more anointed than Jacob. And this is what he said. Let Reuben live and let him not die. And let not his men be few. Before then, all the people coming from the tribe of Reuben, small, small groups, they can grow. They can enlarge. But because there was a family curse on them. But an anointed man came like Moses and he overturned the curse. Today when the mantle hits you, every curse from your father's house, every curse from your mother's house is overturned, 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 overturned. If in that family nobody build houses, you are going to build mansions. And why was Moses able to do that? Uzziah 12, 13, by a prophet. And the Bible tells us all the prophets of the Old Testament, Moses was the supremo, supremo. <laughs> he said, for every prophet, the Lord speaks to them in dreams and visions, but not Moses. He's the man that God speaks face to face. Woo! So when he came with that overflowing anointing, he said, let Ruby not die. Today I declare, anything killing your business, killing your academics, killing your life, it is rolled over from your life in the name of Jesus. But I know you know the prophet. So, deliverance from bonding. A young man here was sent to go to Osu to go and buy some things. He had money in his bag. And robbers accosted them in the taxi. They robbed the taxi driver. They robbed that businessman. Then he came to the tent of the Holy Hill boy. He had a bag. That contained phones, laptop, and almost 10,000 gathered city. Am Robert took the bag from him. They opened it. The bag is empty. They couldn't see anything. 
They threw the bag back at a foolish boy when we were working, carrying money. Meanwhile, everything was him. Later, they gave it to him. After the armed robbers left the car and they went, the boy now discovered that the mountain was somewhere in the back. He blinded the armed robbers. Ay, 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 ay. Today, when you put the mantle on top of your head, armed robbers will not notice you. Kidnappers will not notice you. Everyone with bad intention, when they look at you, they will see. My God. They may look, but they will see. Say they may look, but they will see. That's the, the, the role, the, the, the thing that the prophetic mantle can do. A man, a man got a new job as a manager. They introduced him first a job. He got there in the morning wearing his suit and tie. He saw that all the board members had calabash in front of them. It was a business and a secret society at the same time. But this was a born again believer. And they said, hey, sir, take your finger, take this blade, cut your finger, pour the blood into the calabash. He said, mm. He remembered the Sunday his mantle was in his pocket. He took the mantle, waved it like this. A wind blew the mantle and fell into the calabash of the senior juju man. The place caught fire. Everybody scattered. Everybody went away. Every juju they have done against you today, when the mantle hit your forehead, the juju is neutralized, neutralized, neutralized. Number four, what can the mountain do? Uncommon extraordinary miracles. Say uncommon extraordinary miracles. The miracle mountain can deliver to you miracles that are not common. As chapter 19 verse 11 and 12 amplify. God did extraordinary miracles. God was doing extraordinary. This week nothing ordinary will happen to you extraordinary financial breakthrough extraordinary business breakthrough extraordinary academic passing of exams and breaking some records extraordinary favor 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 a car that sells fifty thousand dollars will be given to you free of charge somebody shout i need extraordinary miracles miracles that are not common that are not common that are, are you talking to yourself Miracles that are not common. A door that nobody has entered before. Tomorrow Monday you enter that door. Which means that the miracles that are delivered from the mountain are multifaceted. You can deliver miracle children, academic miracles, business. I have some of my girls here, Amani Ampon and others, talking about the power of the mantle in the exams room. Man of God, what are you talking about? Oh, the only South Africa go for the juju natural exams one. Yeah. People use all kinds of things. I tell people everything in this life is spiritual. Why do you say they don't believe? People have been using this mantra. It's been doing amazing miracles, extraordinary miracles. I don't know the type of miracle you want, but the good news is that it shall be delivered today, 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 today. What must I do? To tap into the anointing coming out of the mantle. Your heart must be panting for an encounter. Say to God, Lord, I need a desperate impartation. Isaiah 44, 3 says, I will pour water upon him that is tasty. Eh? So, believe God for a touch. Believe God for a miracle. What must I do? Number one, you must be born again. The mantle is not for strangers. It's a covenant tool for the miraculous. 
come into the covenant by being born again. Matthew 24 4. He said, Who shall ascend to the holy hills of God? He that have pure hands. Eh? Psalm 24, verse 4. Pure hands. Your hands must be pure. You can't collect the mantle and he said, Tomorrow, when I go to my office, my boss, I will use the mantle. You know, this boss has a wife. Sister, the mantle doesn't work for hookup girls. And sugar mommy boys. The mantle of Elisha did not work in the hands of Gehazi because he was a crooked man. Second Kings 4, 29 to 31. Gehazi was a crooked man. He gave him his mantle to go and lay upon the son of the cinnamite woman so that the boy will resurrect. He laid the mantle. The boy didn't even shake his leg. Gehazi's heart was not right. So the mantle does not work in the hands of crooked people. So be born again. So the mantle will work in your hands. Number two, believe in the person and the ministry of the prophet. Second Chronicle 2020. Second Chronicle 2020. The man of God who don't believe cannot impact your life. Ah, they rose up early and went to the wilderness of Takoa. And as they went for Jehoshaphat students said, Hear, O Israel. <laughs> Judah and all inhabitants of Judah. Believe in the Lord your God, and so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, and ye shall prosper. So you must believe in the person and the ministry of the prophet. God sends prophets to his people. The mantle transfer power from one to another. You must believe in the ministry and the person of the carrier. Let your heart be connected to your prophet. And virtue will flow naturally. Proverbs 27, 19. Proverbs 27, 19. As in water. I like the scripture. As in water. Face answered to faith. Don't follow a man of God if you are fake. You think that you, you just hang around. You are not following with your heart. Your mouth is saying something different. Your heart is saying something different. No. As in water. Face answered to faith. So the heart of man to man. So it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual. Oh, man of God, I like your ministry. In fact, I've never seen any spiritual father like you. When he says a useless man, he's like one of them. They take the pastor to Nippon and say, well, You and your wife, you dissect him. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You can ask my wife. There are people, if you mention their name and I'm there, the way I will react, you will just stop. The way I will react, you cannot castigate. Anybody I see as a spiritual mentor in front of me, never. Because if I allow you, you are cutting the flow of virtue into my life. Some of you are sitting, people can say anything about your pastor, you are sitting down. No. No, 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 no. Can I ask you a question? If somebody comes to your house and takes and he decides to cut the tap water, will you allow the person? Papa, what the post said to me, he said, he said, my son. Kennetakin is dead, but you know virtue is still flowing. He said, I'm connected to him for life. I'm connected to Hagen for life. I'm connected. Everybody has a man of God, a spiritual father that God has connected your DNA to do. This is not just pastor-congregation relationship. That type of relationship cannot benefit you. It must be heart-to-heart connectivity. Number three, 
Honor the man of God as a father. Every prophet is sent as a father to his people. Honor him as a father and virtue will flow naturally. Malachi 1.6 A son honor his father. If I be a father, where is my honor? See him as a spiritual father. Not as a brother, not as an uncle, not as a classmate, not as an age mate, not, not as a, a, a gobe mate. No, 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 no. See him as a spiritual father. The prophet you don't honor cannot impart your life. Mark 6, 4 to 6. You see, you need this understanding. Mark 6, 4 to 6. Jesus went to his hometown. Jesus said unto them, a prophet is without honor, but in his own country, and among his own people, and in his own house. Why? But he could then do no mighty work, save that he lay hands on few sick people and healed them. Why? The people didn't believe. And he marveled because of their unbelief. So the prophet you don't believe, his ministry cannot impact your life. It is your sense of value that determines the flow of virtue. Finally, finally, my 20 minutes is up. You must believe in miracles. Say, I believe in miracles. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. There are people in church, they don't, they don't believe in miracles. Lift your hand and shout and say, I believe in miracles. How many of you, since you came to the church, you have seen a miracle before? Or you have heard a miracle before? If you don't believe in miracles, the mantle will not work for you because it's a miracle mantle. Hebrews 11, 6. He that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Woo! Mark 10, 52. Thy faith has made you whole. So it's not an ordinary handkerchief for blowing off your nose. Believe in miracle. Ah, pastor. I got an ordinary handkerchief. Uh-huh. God has taken the foolish things of this life. Foolish things. Foolish things. Foolish things. To confound the wise. God moves in simple, 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 simple things. It's good to go to school, but please don't let your mind take the place of your heart. <laughs> it's the statement it will take you many years to you can you can. Don't let your mind replace your heart, oh boy. There are things only the heart can believe. The mind can think many things, but it cannot believe. It takes your heart to believe. Why? The mind only grabs things that make sense, but the heart can receive anything that makes miracles. Your spirit is bigger than the whole world. And so he can take. So, believe in miracles. Somebody shout, I believe in miracles. Finally, come with expectation. Come with what? How many of you are expecting a miracle today? Somebody came here, there is some curse be on your family. The sickness will jump from this one and move to this one and move to this. Today, that sickness stops in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout and say, it stops, it stops, it stops. And some people, they are actually waiting. Hey, my mother used to have some pain at the back. My own hasn't come. Hey. Hey. Today, when the mantle touches you, all family demons will run out of your life. All area demons will run out of your life. Jump on your feet. Acts chapter 3 verse 5. He was expected to receive. Someone is getting pregnant with triplets, 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 triplets. Some of you, when the mantle touches you, you receive an email at 10.02. 10.02. Proverbs 23.18. 
for thy expectation eh? for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cast off Eunice, do you have expectation today ay, 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 ay. my expectation now lift your hands and declare your expectation before the Lord bring the mantles quickly 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 today's service is not going to keep too long lift your hands and talk to God Father, when the mantle comes upon me, you say you do extraordinary miracles. This is what I'm expecting you to do. Maybe you're a minister of God. You, you need your ministry to break out. Father! Play something. Play something. He touched me. Me. And oh, what a the flowers must soar. If you are sick, tell the Lord I must be here. Something, something, something happened. I know He touched me. Everybody speaking, God, pray the Holy Spirit. Lift your hand. Something
One of the things you have to answer, Jesus answers people who are desperate. Don't stand, don't stand in a honeymoon attitude. But him yourself, Jesus, son of David, I must be healed today. In the next two minutes, I want you to pray with aggression. Clap in your hands. Mention that area where you need a touch. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Your mind all beat up. Come with desperation. Whatever answer to the Abama, your son must answer to me. I need my healing. I need my deliverance. I need a breakthrough. I need faith. On my life, on my life, on my life. Mantle is being sent when it gets to you. Take it and touch every area of your life that needs a touch. And then when you finish, you lay it on top of your head. Don't be too educated though, and be religious. Handkerchiefs and aprons. It was in the New Testament. In the book of Acts. Acts 19, the church have already started. Any theologian that comes to tell me all these things are whatever, whatever, my friend. We are distributing grace. Father, let favor flow through this mantle. Let demons check out of people through this mantle. Let there be extraordinary healings. Everyone that needs a miracle. When the mantle touches them, let there be a flow. Let there be a flow. As soon as you get it, apply it and pray. There will be instant miracles. Father, we release these mantles for the freedom of your people. <sighs> Men of God, send it, send it.
disappears. And that's when diseases up your life forever, forever. Some of you are praying with all seriousness. Let this sickness be over. Open my womb, Jesus. Yes, come on, pray. There's a miracle happening everywhere. God will always confirm His word. I go. Oh, every sickness disappears. Lay the mantle on your head. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, by applying this biblical mystery, I decree in the name of Jesus. Let every sickness disappear now. Sickness you carry from your mother. Sickness you pick from your family. Today mark the end of that sickness. I declare, let the pain go, 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 go. As the mantle is on your head, barrenness tends to fruitfulness. If you are jobless, you become an employer of labor. Every sickness and pain comes out of your body. Now, go in the name of Jesus. Every poor person with a mantle. You are becoming a prosperous personality. All mental and academic issues are turned into testimonies. Turn into testimonies. Turn into testimonies. Every bankrupt business is jacking back to life. In the name of Jesus. Every pain at your back. Pain in your head. Disappear now. Disappear now. Disappear now, 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 now. In the name of Jesus. With this prophetic mantle on your head. Everywhere you are hated. It turns into faith. It turns into favor. It turns into favor. Amen. Now I command demon spirits to leave. Sukubus and incubus. Every spirit. Tormenting God's people in the night come out of their bodies. The Bible says, Evil spirit departed from them. Every spirit behind your pain, go in the name of Jesus. I cast you out of the legs, I cast you out of the eyes, I cast you out of the nose, of the back, of the bones, of the jaw, of the eye. Go, go, go. Go, 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 come out of your bodies, come out. Evil spirit, come out, scream and come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Scream and come out in the name of Jesus. Scream and come out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out, I cast you out, I cast you out, I cast you out, I cast you out. Every evil spirit living in anybody, causing pain, causing trouble. Out, out, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come out. 
come out, 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 come out. You are healed. You are free. You are healed. You are free. That heaviness in your head just disappeared. Depression just left your body. In the name of Jesus. Whatever happened in the days of Jesus is happening now. Whatever happened in the days of the apostles is happening now. I want you to shout and say, I am free in the name of Jesus. Now keep on rejoicing, keep on rejoicing, keep on rejoicing. Give the Lord a scream and a shout, a scream and a shout, a scream and a shout. Now do what you couldn't do before. Do what you couldn't do before. If you couldn't turn your head, turn it. Do what you couldn't do before. Come on. Do what you couldn't do before. Do what you couldn't do before. You couldn't turn your head, turn it. You couldn't move your head, move it. Yes, yes, yes. Pick up your legs. Turn your back. Open the eye. Whatever you couldn't do, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. You are here. Somebody's eye just open. The pain is somebody's ear. Somebody's eye began to see clear. Whichever area you apply the mountain to, begin to test it now. Test it now. Test it now. Oh, other gods, they are the ways of men. You are the most high God. Everybody wait. Everywhere. 
Lord a shout and a speech and a shout of praise. There are many, many instant testimonies. Some of you, your testimony is on your phone. Your testimony is on your phone. That doesn't mean pick your phone, no. After church. Some of you came here with some pains. They are gone. Instant testimony. For the sake of time, I want only three people. When you lay the mantle on yourself, you felt something. The pain is gone. The migraine is gone. Something that was happening is gone. First three people to jump to the altar. So, something happened to you when the mantle came on your head. Run forward. Run forward. Oh, wow. Run forward. Run, run fast. The faster you come. Come this way. Something happened to you. As soon as the mantle touched your head, something happened. Let's take these three testimonies. If God has ever done anything for you, don't keep it to yourself. What happened to this man? Papa, our brother had an accident since 2019. So how many and years now? 2019 till now. Is it not four years? And so what happened? And he had been experiencing pain in the waist. You have a broken distance at the waist. Yes, the spine, the body, all part of his wow. body. But as soon as he placed the mantle at the waist and all around the body, he suddenly fell free. Something entered you. Yes. And now the pains are gone. It's gone. Oh, somebody clap your hands for the Lord. No, this is not how we do it. This is not how we do it. Are you excited? Are you happy? The pains are gone. Even this morning, the pain was too much. Wow. I don't want to contract you, but I just forced myself to come. To come to church. Yes. And as soon as you lay the mantle, yes, all, all, the, pain, all back, your waist, your back head. pain, your eye pain from the acid. Yes. Somebody give the Lord some clap off of you. You are free and free forever. Amen. Yes. What happened to this man? So when our brother placed the mantle on the head, on the head, he felt some movements in the head. In the head? Yes. Wow. And then he visited the washroom and flames came started out. coming out. Exactly. Oh, clap your hands for this mighty deliverance. God bless you. You will not be sick anymore. What happened to this one? So he was diagnosed of fever and, and other so many things. things. But as soon as he placed the mantle on the you head, that you are free. everything disappeared. You are free forever. Go, God bless you. Apostle, what, what is that? Daddy, our brother here had a Pastor sharp Ivan. pain. Pastor Ivan sharp pain. had a sharp pain in his knee, in around his knee. his knee area. Wow. And then whilst we, he just put on the, he put the mantle on his head, he just, the, all the, the pain, pain just disappeared. Yes. Many, many, many sick disappearances. Holy hell, you are not clapping where it's like you are now familiar with God. Don't be familiar with God. I'm begging you. What happened to this young lady? Daddy, she's been experiencing severe migraines for some migraine time for now. some time now. Yes, when the mantle touched her head, some fluid left her some nose. Some fluid came from the nose and, and the thing just disappeared. Wow, 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 wow. Lift up your seat. Lift your offering. Not the transport one. The transport, if, if your transport one is ready to, you can add it to the offering. But I want you to pray about it and give some quality seed to help this is your sunday offering father we thank you we bless you multiply everybody's seed 
in the name of Jesus we pray amen ushers can you run very quickly run fast 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 this is the mantle service we have closed very earlier run quickly 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 I need an encounter with a living God who stand in your presence and say here I am oh ushers some of you go to the tent some of you go to Epaphras that everyone with a mantle expect you can use it anytime you have a challenge tie it in your car tie it anytime there is a challenge put it in your back travel you want to give your tithe to the Lord all these things like tithes and offering heaven is monitoring them closely you want to give your tithe you want to give some special seed thanksgiving seed you took some envelopes by the grace of God now you have them don't lock your heavens open the heavens over your life bring you all the tithes and I will open the windows of heaven so tithes open the heavens over their life when African economy closes your heavens are open yes don't close your own heavens and put the key in your pocket and blame people for your poverty pastor but they are saying on social media hey social media people they are not born again tight is for kingdom citizens people say Jesus never spoke about tight they are lying Matthew 23 23 Jesus said spoke about tight was Jesus tightened I'm sure because if he was paying tax to the then government he was tightened if he wasn't tightened he would not tell us to tight the Bible says Levi pay tight in Levi so a priest must tithe Jesus was a high priest he was tithing Levites also pay tithe and if Jesus was a Levite he was tithing every tither your heavens will never be closed if you are a student stop saying now you are a student everyone who eats everyone who receives gifts everyone who receives anything called money anything you receive 10% belongs to God we don't tie salary we tie from income 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 from gifts from per diem from income we don't tie from salary we tie from income the Old Testament people are not collecting salary but every blessing that came to them they tied they tied your tithe is your worship finally you are here today you are not born again I explained it to you that a man that dies without Christ will spend the rest of his life in the lake of fire are you willing to spend the rest of your life in the lake of fire fire with the heat of 12,000 degrees Celsius if you say yes maybe you don't know what is 12,000 degrees 
you must be born again today somebody came to talk to you somebody invited you to church somebody gave you a phone call jesus loves you that's why we spend so much money trying to bring you to church you are sitting at the top dominion chapel under epaphras 10 everywhere you are you want to say pastor today i must be born again i can't survive a heat of twelve thousand degrees Celsius. i want you to stand on your feet it's not a shyness matter if you are serious about your life if you are serious so when you have pressure up who escape who hell stand on your feet today slave queens don't feel shy prostitutes don't feel shy stand up wherever you are and come to me at the altar right now from the top you know you are not born again if you die today you don't make it to heaven don't take it as a joke run from wherever you are Emmanuel, Mensa, Samuel, Akwele, Ajwa, Ata wherever you are you are not born again you need to be registered somebody spoke to you Osu Oxford Street, Kotobabi, wherever you came to church today, run to the altar. Why you so lucky? Obishawa Street, Onu Kenyamiasem. Don't take it for granted, and don't think that the church needs you. That's why we came to invite you. It's Jesus that loves you. That's why we came to invite you. Run to the altar. Some of you are also here. You used to be born again before, before. Now you are a backslider. Now you are sitting in your house, laughing at the church, criticizing pastors who are in trouble. Instead of fighting for your life, you have changed and you are concentrating on others. By the count of five, everyone that wants to jump out of hellfire must be standing in front of me. One! Time is not on our side. You can die today, you can die tomorrow. Settle your life of Christ. Leave your friends alone and face your God. Face your God. Leave people alone. Unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It's not church matter. My father was a catechist. My mother built a Methodist church. Shut up! We are not talking about church. We are talking about knowing Jesus personally. Maybe you were even born on Sunday morning while the pastor was preaching. It doesn't make you born again. Eating bread does not make you bread. You must be born again. We are in the last days. We are in the last days. I pity people who are playing golf Sunday morning, playing badminton Sunday morning. You have no time for God. Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish. If you don't believe, you have already perished. No prophet can change that. No pastor can change that. No Bible scholar can change that. He said, for those who rejected him are already condemned. So as you are sitting down, you have already been sentenced to hell. But you can jump out of hell today. Stop playing games with your life. You have only one life. Stop playing games. Stop playing games with your life. This is not Ludo. It's not Ludo. You miss it, you miss it once and for all. 
you die without Jesus, you are condemned forever. Run for your life. Run for your life. You are also here, you go to church, but you know you are not born again. You go to church, prophetic meetings, evangelistic meetings, but you are not born again. Your sins must be forgiven. Your sins must be forgiven. It will be sad for you to die. And like my brothers on the other side, when you die, where are you going? Say, we don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. If I ask you now, you a man or a woman, would you say maybe? You don't know who you are. It's a matter of life and death. Young man, run for your life. It's a matter of life and death. It's no more joking matter. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Are you born again? If you close your eye and you don't wake up and people post your funeral and they come to your funeral and they are saying nice, nice things. The boy was good. The boy was a good boy. The boy was... What will heaven be saying about you? I don't like to talk about people when they die because I may be wrong. Only God knows you. Run for your life. Lift your hands. All of you lift up your hands. Open your mouth and say, Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Lord, come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. I don't want to go to hell. Please save me. I open my heart. Come into my heart. With my heart, I believe you died for me. And with my mouth, I declare, Jesus is Lord. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kodjo Boatendenpa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kodjo Boatendenpa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.